You're listening to Tipsy Book Groceries. <laughs> I forgot to say this. <laughs> Should we do it again? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Becca. <laughs> I'm Bree. And I'm Jess. And, and we're Tipsy. Too many books. TBR. Too many books on my TBR. Yeah. <laughs> What a mess. I love it. <laughs> oh, what do we do first? Ten words? Uh, sure. Oh, sure. Are we jumping in? Yeah. 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 Jumping and then, and then, then we'll do uh, diving in. Then I'm going to ask you, Jess, what you're drinking after that. <laughs> what page did we start this Oh, week? yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're reading chapters 32 through 37 this week. Um, it's the heavy. It's heavy. Yes, we're so close to the end. Oh, should we just start with the trigger warnings? That way they can just tap yeah, let's out just, if they don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of trigger warnings this week, so we want to give you fair warning. Yeah, so this week there could be discussions, or there will be discussions, basically, on racism, cults, social eugenics, betrayal, murder, nightmares, mental health, the prison system, death row, abandonment, intense interactions with police officers, and physical violence. And did you say classism? Hey, classism, I'm sorry. Um, but that could not be, like, an extensive, exhaustive list. There could be yeah. definitely more. There's a lot this week. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yes. So if that's not for you, join us next, next week next, time. Oh, yeah. Next ne- book. No. So, oh. yeah. Join us soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're starting a new book soon. That's... We don't... We don't know. That's pretty heavy, too. That is heavy. <laughs> yeah. Should we announce it this week? No, we'll announce it next week. We have uh-huh. a secret you don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Secret, yeah, secrets okay. are no fun. <laughs> Unless you share with everyone. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, um, ten words. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. <laughs> oh, That's my so God. I'm shocked. Like, I can't even <laughs> say anything. That's so crazy. No, 2022? What? We've been doing this for six months now. <gasps> Happy six-month anniversary. <laughs> oh, I didn't get you guys anything. <laughs> That's okay. I gave you a hug. Okay. Uh, wow. I gave you a drink. <laughs> you did. Oh my goodness. Aw, that's We've cute. We've done f- almost four books now. Yeah. Six months. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. We've loved reading along with you guys, and we yeah. can't wait for the, the other ones we're going to be reading. Well, we have coming up next. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Well, I can't also, wait to see, like, our different, like, opinions on all of it. Oh my gosh, I'm hyped. 2022. Oh yeah. Hopefully this year's better for everyone. Hopefully. <laughs> also, I'm really upset because we talked about like reading only one perspective read the other and oh, we didn't I do it. Oh, oh. I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. Oh well. Dang. Next time we have another like multi-perspective. Yeah, that would be fun. Cool. We should do that. <laughs> and Becca can still do the everybody. Good. Me thank and you. will split it up. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so anyways, ten words. Who yes. wants to go first? I went last time. My heart is breaking over all of the hurt happening. Oh, that's really well said. My heart is beating too fast. Fuck everyone, I'm crying. <laughs> same, same, basically. Everyone sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poor Devin. Oh. I knew Belle was sus. Ooh. <laughs> Pretty good. good we all had like a like a theme my going heart, on. My heart, my heart. Everyone sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I also had to fuck everyone.
in there, so I feel like you, mine's like a <laughs> oh, mix yeah, of yeah. y'all's. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, so uh, what you drinking, Jess? Ooh, oh, yeah. we are drinking this Brie. Do you want to talk about this one? No. Oh, okay. So Brie helped me come up with this idea. It's a drink called The Journalist, but we put our own little twist on it based on what I had in my liquor cabinet. Um, Which is perfect, and it tastes amazing. It it's does. So, so we used gin and dry vermouth, and do you, do we, we is that how you say that? Vermouth. Yeah. I think so. How would you, how else would you say it? Well, Tyler vermouth. was reading it the other day and he goes, what's vermouth? <laughs> <laughs> For now on, we're only calling it vermouth. <laughs> what should be the actual way they say it? <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, um, simple syrup and orange liqueur, um, like orange curacao and bitters. Lemon juice? Did we say that? Lemon juice. Yes. Yeah. It's yummy. It's so yummy. It is pretty. Yeah. Check Jess out our, um, uses the fancy, the fancy gin. Yeah, it's purple. Oh, it's so fun. It makes it prettier than just normal gin. We love it. Look at me getting behind the scenes. This week. <laughs> We've been so bad lately about getting behind the scenes, so we're trying to catch it up on the... There we go. <laughs> Done. I probably look crazy. Done. Yes. Me too. I was like, <laughs> my neck was like breaking. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's so yummy. Thank you, Jess. Yeah. As thanks always. for helping me with the inspo. Yes. So, yeah, the journalist. And you'll find out why. Chapter 32. <gasps> All right. So, where we ended last time was um, oh, the, yes. the text tone. And we're like, Dre. Yeah. Hello? So, that's where we ended. So, now it's Chiamaka. And she is about to have some confrontation with Belle. The drama. Dun, dun, dun. She's coming for her. As she should. Absolutely. I knew she um, was. Because we also just found out, like, she made the connection between Belle and her sister. Yes. And her sister being the quote-unquote dead girl. So, yeah, she's running over there to confront her. And um, I just want to say that Chiamaka is, like, so brave. She's so brave. I think at this point she kind of says, like, nothing matters anymore. Yeah. Like, it's all been a bunch of bullshit anyway. And so at this point she's just ready to, like, she's come swinging. It. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. There's no more playing nice or, like, Queen Bee. Even still, I would be cowering in a closet. Yeah. I would never leave my house again after all of that. Her character development from where we were starting in Chapter 1 is, like, incredible for one book. Yeah, that's true. Because, Mm -hmm. like, she's, I mean, still has that Queen Bee mentality to an extent, but, like, she's been humbled a lot through, like, like, just, like, I guess had to grow up. Yeah. Her priorities have changed. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I love her. I do, too. I love both of these main characters. They're totally kick-ass. We've really, I don't know, like, I feel like we've just seen so much from both of them. Yeah. And, like, not, like, I don't know, I don't necessarily feel like Devin's, like, grown that much, but just, like, the way that he's handled stuff and, like, continued to be strong. Yeah. Through all of it has been really impressive. Yeah. Well, that's, like, also a big contrast between Chiamaka and Devin is, like, Devin already had to grow up really early yeah. with, like, the cards he was dealt. Yeah. But, like, Chiamaka had never, like, not yeah, that she had never had hard point. times, but, like, she had always, like, you know, had her, like, soft cushion and mm-hmm. her this, that, and the other and didn't have to worry about these things that, like, ha- De- not in this same way, but Devin's yeah. had to, no, you know, be a grown 
person for a long time. Even just the difference between she's an only child and he has other siblings, yep. he's kind of had to step up to yeah. be the quote-unquote man older. of the house. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah that even is... And he's and an I older think it brother. Plays, he's, like, had to take care of his little siblings. It plays a lot into the classes and stuff as well. Like, he's literally dealt drugs to keep his family safe yeah. and above water. And shares a bed with his little brothers yes. with a yeah. cracked window. And Shiamanka has, like... Never had to worry about, like, freaking, like, her biggest worry was, like, getting a scruff on her Jimmy Choo's. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think we have seen some definite growth from her. Oh, yeah. Like, and, Absolutely. like, realization that, like, her bubble's definitely been popped a little bit in, in that sense. Yeah. And how to, like, gracefully deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it just sucks because, like, it's a situation that neither of them had like, should have had to deal with, that's caused that. Right. And that's the frustrating part. Absolutely. So when she gets to Belle's house, like, obviously she's confronting Belle, but one of the questions that she asks her is, do you think death is permanent? Mm -hmm. And Belle's like, huh? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. She's kind of worried about her. She's like, you good? Yeah. Are you okay? And they have, like, a face-off. Um, and... She was talking about how, like, pathological liars, like, can fake emotions, too. So, like, Belle seemed obviously upset, and she was crying and stuff like that. But it was one of those, like, is she upset because she got caught in this lie, or is she upset because she hurt me? And she's, like, Chiamaka's, like, trying to, like, tell herself, like, no, she doesn't really care. She's a pathological liar, um, and all of this. And she's just, like, upset that it, like, came breaking down. Um, Understandably so. Yeah, one thing that Chiamaka, like, her internal dialogue that I liked, it said, the problem with compulsive liars is that unless you're up to their speed, it's hard to tell if anything's true or not. So, like, that's so true because you're in the dark, so you don't know what they're faking or what is genuine. And um, this had to be, like, a very emotional situation for her. Absolutely. Um, she ends up bringing up, like, the Camp Aces, like, stuff, too, which, like, I hadn't necessarily made that connection. I hadn't either. I didn't either. Okay, I'm glad it yeah, wasn't no, just I me. was like, oh my god, wait a minute. Yeah. It was right there And is this you. when she because talks about, like, where... Jamie goes every summer? Yeah, isn't that how he's like, oh yeah, that awesome girl Belle from, from Camp. Camp. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah. put that together. Oh, so gross. That's wild. Um, and then Belle's, like, trying to say about how, like, their, like, kisses were real and, like, how she was really into her, which goes into the stuff that you were talking about, Jess, where, like, she, like it's, like, is she manipulating the situation or is she being genuine right now? Yeah, and because I she... I feel like you just can't trust yeah, anything like, I that really, comes out of her mouth. I, and I really don't know. Like, I mean, think, uh, she is a high school girl, immature, all this, and she goes on to say, like, her family made her do it, they've been doing this for generations, all this stuff, which that is fucked up as hell. Either, like, I don't care, like, break the freaking cycle, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, as a, like, high school girl, maybe she really does care about, like, you know, maybe she really did, like, hop fields for Chiamaka and was like, oh, shit, like, what have I gotten myself into? And this is not in defense of her. At all. At all. But, and not even a but, she's completely brainwashed, too. Yeah. Like, these camps are literally Cults. Cults. Yeah. 100%. And that so, like it's generation after generation after generation, and that's what they grow up learning. Yeah. yeah. And it would make sense that Chiamaka would put that as, like, you're, is this a psychological, are you being, like, a liar right now? A pathological liar? Like, because that goes hand in hand, very much so. Like, she could be totally brainwashed and 
just trying to get her jobs done. Mm-hmm. But again, not in defense of her. This is disgusting. Yeah. Um, so at this point, like, tensions are obviously super high. And there's, like, this weird, like, creaking that, like, Chia keeps hearing from upstairs. And then now it's, like, on the staircase. Oh, and she's yeah. like, this part was so weird to me. I, yeah, I'm still kind of confused I didn't about it. her sister? Like, yeah, but then there no, was, like, a cat. a cat. Yeah, it was very confusing. But she, Wait, like, is her sister a cat? No, <laughs> I just meant, I forgot. <laughs> I just meant, like, it was so built up. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought her sister was going to want And them. maybe it was supposed to be, like, you know those moments that you watch on TV that Where are, like, like, you hear something and you're trying to have a something. conversation? Yeah. It's like a red herring yeah. kind of situation. I think that's definitely what it was. It was just um, weird to read. But not in a bad very way. Very distracting. Yes. Because it's like, wait, I'm focused on this, but should I be worried about who's coming down the stairs right now? Which maybe yeah. that's metaphorical. Yeah. That's true. Um, but at this point, this is the first time that we kind of hear the social eugenics kind of come out and talked about. Yeah, so she's, like... Belle is, like, saying, like, this is what they're teaching, this is what they're promoting, basically, through all of this stuff. Which is just... She knows it's wrong. Yeah, they call it social eugenics, and she's like, I didn't mean to hurt you! She knows it's obviously wrong, and she's still... No, there's no excuse to buy Belle. She's like, I wanted to change it, I regretted it. Okay, but you didn't change it, bitch. Yeah. You didn't do anything. And at this point... Like, I don't want to hear your excuses after the fact when her life's fucking ruined yeah. and you could have done something a long exactly. time ago. And the thing that pisses me off is that if this is someone that you genuinely care about, like, which is what I think she's trying to make the argument is that she does care about Chia, like, it doesn't make any sense. No. There is they no make argument. No sense. No. You're stupid. Goodbye. <laughs> um... And, but she just is talking about how, like, the system is so complicated and there's so many people involved. And so it's like, this is our first kind of inkling, like, this goes way beyond. This is way big. Yeah. Yeah, she even says, like, it's not just the school. Like, it's mm-hmm. organizations and, like, things everywhere all over. Yeah. And, like, that's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And then at this point, we get a little break and um, <laughs> her ride is here. Yes. This her- was... This, right this was amazing. Um, so, I I love their friendship that's being built up. That's yeah. blossoming. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So Devin comes in to get her, and she's like, <laughs> "Wait, does he say it? I thought he said it. No, she no, says she it. Said it. I thought he said it. No, she oh, says that cha- it. Well, it's still the same. But so. I thought he said. Oh no, she this. says it, which I think is hilarious. So she says, "Let's go." The smell of <laughs> bitch ass liar is nauseating. Oh. <laughs> What a savage. I love it. But I was like, I tried to change it. I care about you. And she's like, bitch ass liar. (laughs) Smell. It's nauseating. It is. This this part at the top, though, where she's like, please just trust me, pisses me off so bad. How is she ever going to trust anyone again, let alone you, who is directly involved in it? Let's say she did trust her. What would have come out of that? Nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah, because doesn't she, like, push... She, wait, why are they on the floor? Wait, what? Wait, no, her chair's, oh, she's grabbing her hand. Why is Belle, like, forcibly grabbing her? Because she's getting ready to leave. She's like, that's my ride. And then Belle's like, wait, like, please just trust me. Oh, yeah. And then, okay. Yeah, no, no, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're moving on. She's going. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've always knew she was... We don't like bitch ass liars around here. (laughs) Preach. Don't like pistach liars. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Next. <laughs> yeah. And then, so they go back to Chi's house, right? And yes. um, her dad is home, which she was like, she was surprised by. And they go up to quote unquote study. Yeah. 
Um, He's like, leave the door open. And she's like, uh. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. We like, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> and they're obviously both just like so worn down at this point. Well, I think it's uh, important to mention his little dad joke because it just shows us how much, una- like, he's so unaware of what's going on. Which I wrote in my little notes if you were waiting for the opportune moment to tell your family what was going on, that would have been it. Right there. Hey, so by the way, there's a lot going down in the school, and I think you should know. Yeah, absolutely. Why would that be op- the opportune time? Because it was him and Chiyamaka, so Devin and Chiyamaka, right with their dad, could have explained it, and then, where was the mom, or her mom at this? Probably at work, yeah. But then, literally could have filled in, you yeah. know, I just feel like, you're not wrong. they're gonna go to a journalist, oh, we're not there yet. But either way, we're getting there. Yeah, you're gonna go to a journalist first, and not your parents. Yeah, I, I feel. I mean, they've been living in their parents' houses every single day and hiding this from them. And the whole her whole point of not telling them before was because of the murder, but she wasn't murdered. And right. They know yeah. That now. They already, oh, right. So that would definitely like, be a reason to come clean then. Like, hey, hello. Yeah. <laughs> they literally set the she shit. She kind of talks about it a little bit later, right? With her dad, because her dad asks her about school later. A little bit, and I do No, understand. I think that was just her internal dialogue. No, her dad definitely asks her about... He's like, how's school? And she's like, she can't tell him anything that's going on. Yeah, she says it's fine. Or it's yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. And then she has internal monologue about why she can't tell him. Right. But she doesn't tell him, is what oh, she's saying. right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is silly. Alright, so, but they're in high school. What yeah. Do they know? So they go up to her room, and they're talking. And she is able to finally tell Devin about the Camp Aces stuff and the yearbook from 1965. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize he didn't know about Camp Aces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she found that out after he had left school that mm-hmm. day when freaking Headmaster Ward traced him out of school and tried to shut the gate mm-hmm. on him. Crazy okay. shit. Um, and then they talk about how Ward is in the photo. And oh, that's so gross. We knew from the very beginning he's like. Yeah, that was sketch as hell. I know. And she finally kind of tells him about uh, Belle and the dead girl and the whole accident and everything. And kind of finally makes the connection that ACES is, like, set up to ruin their futures. And that there's always two black students who are, like, promising who then they, like, ruin their futures, basically. Um, and he's, then, like, kind of freaking out, I think, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Because, so like, they're not going to get anything you. done at this yeah. point. Like, he needs time to process. Yeah. Uh, understandably, yes. <laughs> I needed time to process. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Absolutely. For them. Um, so, Devin leaves, right? And then, so yeah, this is when the dad asks about school. Yeah. And she has this whole internal thing about, like, it kind of goes on to say, like, her dad's not necessarily racist, but he's not anti-racist either. And, like, that's yeah. why she didn't tell him, like, this whole time, like, they're estranged from his side of the family because his side of the family is racist, and he never stood up he to never them. He never stood up to her. Like, he just, like, lets them sit there and make jokes about her hair, this, that, and the other. That's and, so like, fucked. It's so wrong. That's, like, your literal daughter. What the yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, she should tell her mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bro. It's wrong. Yeah, this part made me very upset. This is so wrong. <sighs> so... This is where, this is where she is having, like, her nightmare, right? So, she ends up going to sleep, and she's seeing the images of Martha, and her, like, the 
imagery of like her drunk kind of like stumbling around at that party right. where they took all those photos and the blonde like dolls everywhere and she's like feeling like she's screaming and no one can hear her. she's crying she can't stop crying music is blasting um it just sounds like Horrible. a nightmare yeah. it sounds like a nightmare um and she just keeps talking about how she's screaming and no one can hear her and screaming and no one's listening and then she kind of talks about how like for a year or years like this has tormented her and been like something that has eaten away at her and it and wasn't even so real and it's not even it's real it's not even real and people who said they cared about her and were supposed to be there for her just went along with it and were helping to make it that way to make her seem crazy like how do you remap your brain from a trauma like that i like, can't even like I can't even imagine she says how do you do yes. undo a fake memory she's never going to be able to get over that oh my God, she was no. so convinced that that was real because yes, she it thought was it was real absolutely it was real to her that is so exactly. fucked up like we as humans like block out trauma yeah. but imagine reliving this trauma for what not did it say nine years or some shit like that or no no like, nine years it's like a like, year or two i think because they were, it was like, freshmen. sophomores, right? Oh. Oh, I thought they were, like, freshmen. Well, which would still only be, like, three years. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It okay, was probably this, nine years in her head. Yeah. yeah. And, like, so, anyways, a long enough time to be freaking traumatized. It's awful. And then you have to convince your brain, like, oh, wait, that wasn't real? No. Yeah. There is no amount of counseling that can fix that. Mm-mm. That's just so bad. Yeah. Um, so, Devin. I feel so bad for her. Oh my gosh. Devin. When I started this chapter, I was so confused. I was like, wait, this is random. What is going on? I was confused. And like, it's flashback. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he has a flashback of visiting his dad in prison. And like, it may, it was very specific to say, I remember the date. It was September 9th. Um... So he goes to, like, I guess his dad didn't really ever want to see him, but this one time he did see him, and his mom denied, like, she's like, I'm not going. So she sent him in by himself to go talk to his dad, which is rough. Yeah, and he was, how old at this time? He's young. He's young. young. It doesn't say when exactly. Um, I think think it does say, I think he's like 10 or something like that. He has to be young, though, because his dad's been in prison since he was really young, and it's been two years since... Yeah, I think he's like ten. Originally wasn't there. Yeah, I wonder if it's that m- same middle school time. Oh, probably. Yeah, that yeah, it sense. is because he talked well, about. Well, it's before his brothers are born too, right? So he, maybe elementary, maybe middle. I think it's middle. I think it's middle. Okay. Maybe late elementary well, to early. Well, because are his brothers like eight? Oh, I think they're like five. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. We never well, no, came up with an age. Young. He's yeah. young. He's they young. They were at born. This point. Like, a year or two after this, because he drove her to the hospital. Oh. That's right. So, anyways, he's visiting his dad, and they're talking, and it's just kind of, like, awkward small talk a little bit, and, um, he's, like, he looks very tired, and, like, he mentions, like, it's okay, I'm gonna get a good sleep tonight. Yeah. That just hit me, too. Oh! Wait, I don't, I, I don't know if we get to that until next episode. No, it's in this chapter. Oh, is it? <laughs> no, the other part. It's in this chapter. 
It's at the end when we figure out that he's on death row. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm... you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Becca's face. <laughs> it's that's bad. I mean, he's right. He didn't get a good night's sleep. <laughs> is it called? Is it considered a good night's sleep if you don't wake back up? <laughs> sure is. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just gonna. Uh, so we take my sorrows. Let's catch them up. So essentially, this whole conversation happens. They talk about things like um, girls, and then that he doesn't feel that that way with girls, and then his dad does not understand. He's like, "Oh, you will. You'll be a heartbreaker." Yeah. And then some weird stuff happens where their time is up. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was really upsetting. It was very, like, sudden, and then the guard was there, and then they were... Wa- and... He was, also... His he dad says, is like, I don't want to see you was, again. Yeah. yeah. And then he ends it with, this is the last time we'll, you know, I want you to come and visit me. Yeah, he's like, don't come back. And he doesn't explain why. But right before that... Yeah. What did he say right before that? Um, where is that part? Because I remember it being, like, my heart. Um, oh. What are you talking about? Which thing? Okay. Where's the part where he says, don't see me again? He says, listen, Von, I'm happy you came. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. me up like a balloon. That part. So like, yeah. he's like, hey, I'm happy you came. And, like, he has, like, his heart is just, like, floating. Yeah. And then he's like, but listen. don't come back. Yeah. And it just, like, yeah, shattered his poor heart. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... It hurt. Um, and so, yeah, he's just having all this internal, like, why does my dad not want to see me? And then... Which is awful. He's talking about, like, he wishes he could hug him. He's never his hugged him His dad's never before. hugged him before. Which is awful. And his heart is, like, racing, and he feels dizzy. But then he pictures the sea. And the sea is, like, calming. They're crashing, but not in a violent way. And it's, like, nice... And so he pictures, like, walking towards the sea and kneeling and touching it and breathing in the salt. And then he says, then I lie down, let it carry me and hug me. And then he's calm. Back to the whole freaking sea thing, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Also, we know he is, like, ten or less because his dad said he didn't start liking girls till he was eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so this, like, fucked me up real hard. Um... And then the flashback's over. It says, the sound of a buzzer drags me out of the memory. The last memory I have with my pa. And then, so, like, his mom has been telling him, like, don't go, don't go. Like, he, like, you can't go see him. he never goes back. Right. Um, And he looks up, and it's Dre. In an orange uniform. Oh, it did also, when they were talking to the dad, he had a stark white uniform on that was, like, a big contrast to, like, his muscles and everything, and it talked about that. So. Dre's here in an orange uniform. And he looks like a mess. Yeah. Yeah, he's his all been beat up. Pretty messed up. Yeah. And then. And he's, like, joking, like, oh, I asked you here for a conjugal visit. What <laughs> an like, ass. And he's like, we, 
we don't have to, any time for joking. Yeah. Why am I here? Tell yeah. me what's yeah. going on. What happened? And uh, so he got raided. They found drugs. Like, he's going to be on trial for, like, whatever they found. Um, and then Devin automatically starts blaming himself. And is like, oh, my God. Like, they found out where to look because of aces. Yeah. We also find out that um, his face is so beat up because people found out about him and Devin. And so they started beating him up every single night because they wanted to knock some sense into him. Quote, unquote. Oh, which is trigger warning for fucking homophobia. But also, um, like, Dre, it's a very big difference from, like, last time we saw him because at first he was like, get the fuck out of my face. And now, like, he's, like, I don't know. To me, it seems like he's not denying it. He's like, yeah, like, I love this person or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's... And he's even taking beatings for that. Like, it seems like he's... I don't know. He's seems different to me about this. Yeah. Like, before he was like, it just get away from me. I don't want people... Getting beat up and someone else finding out and him ending up in prison for him to call him. Right. You know? Absolutely. But also, like, before, he was, like... Their whole relationship was messed up. Toxic! Yeah. But still, I do see a little bit of growth from him that, like, before, even just the prospect of people finding out made him, like, kick Devin out. And now he's, like... He's being forced to accept things and grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just... I don't know. Yeah. So then they talk about what's happening, how he's going to get out. Basically, they're trying to get him a lawyer. They have to go to court, all this stuff. And then um, Devin decides to ask about his orange uniform. uniform. And he's like, oh, it's people who are new. He's like, well, what about people who have white uniforms? Yeah, because he says different colors, different crimes. Yeah, sorry, it means different things. And he was like... Death Row. That's what the white uniform means. And Devin's like, uh, you must be wrong. Are you sure? What? Yeah. And then Dre says, you're crying. Mm. And he's like, that can't be right. And then he's he's trying to denial about it. And he's like, is Pa on Death Row? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Everyone takes a sip of alcohol. So he, like, spaces out, and he's like, I've wasted so many years of my life, like, not coming up here. Like, I, like how much time does he even have? Like, I need to be there. He's like, how long is somebody on death row before they, like, you know? Or killed. And, yeah. Or murdered. And then, um... The line disconnects again. So it's kind of a similar sort of situation to his dad, where it's, like, an immediate end... Where they don't have a choice. They yeah. don't have like, any time's other up, communication. You're done. They come and, like, stand up behind him and kind of take him away. And he says that the look he gives me before he disappears, like my dad did, makes me think he's about to cry. It's so pained and lost. And he says, I know in this situation, if I was in this situation, he would have his mom and his brothers and maybe Terrell. Um, but Dre has no one. He doesn't have his mom. He doesn't have siblings. And it talks about he's in this place where boys beat him up for being a boy who likes boys. Yeah. And um, this one paragraph, like, 
I highlighted it. it says this world our world the mm -hmm. one with houses as crooked as the people in them broken people broken by the way the world works no jobs no money sell drugs get money that's what this world is that's how it works and he basically just makes the point, like, that's never what he's wanted, and he doesn't want that for Dre either. He doesn't want that for anyone, really. Right. Um, and so it's kind of like he takes some time to kind of calm himself down, and his cheeks feel stiff from his tears, and he finally gets up and walks over to the receptionist. So um, he decides to go and ask her a question. And he decides to ask about his dad. And he decides to ask if his dad, like, what's going on and whether he could see his dad at some point today or during the week. And so he gives her some information and she goes into the records. And they're just kind of making small talk back and forth as he looks for it or as she looks for it. And um, it says that he passed away quite a while ago. And he's like, my, my pa is dead? When? And she, sa <laughs> she says about seven years ago on September 9th. <laughs> Literally the day that Devin was there. That's so fucked. And then it talks about how, like, Normally, the family gets, like, this whole room and all this time, and Devin's like, I didn't get that. And, like, he didn't even know his dad was on death row. He never even knew what his dad did. Think about how different that interaction would have been between them if he had known that. Like I know, and he, he didn't have a chance to say bye. He even says, like, oh, my God, I talked too much about myself. And he's just, like, reliving that entire last conversation. <laughs> it's... It's awful. It's really awful. It is. There's there's just no words for that. Like, what do you... How is there ever any way to get over that? There can't be. No. And then he resents his mom for lying about yeah. it. Yeah. Because she's been saying, like, oh, like, you're not allowed to go up there. Well, he's fucking dead. No shit. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> it's not funny, but it is. Like, of course he can't go see his dad. He's dead. <laughs> He's gone. Oh my god, I can't. Yeah, I'd be pretty pissed at her, too. Oh my gosh. And then, oh my god, this paragraph. He says, if he loved me, he would he would have been there. He would have never got himself locked up. He wouldn't have let me think that he didn't want to see me. And, like, like yeah, I know... pretty messed up. Yeah. Like, I know that his dad did that to, like, try to protect him, but that was a fucked up way to do that. Yeah. yeah. That was not the, not the way. N and that was not it. <laughs> Yeah, and then he goes on in the same, in the next paragraph, and it's kind of like, if he had known, he wouldn't have spent, like, all these years worrying over him and being like, oh, he's gonna come rescue me, and just, and like, have some closure. And yeah. building up this dream image of, like, what his father, like, could have been and should have been. Yeah. 
Um, so the receptionist kind of is trying to make up for that because she realizes, like, he didn't know. Like, oh shit, I just broke the news to this kid. Yeah. Um, and he just says, I feel so lost and out of control. And it's like, no wonder. How could you not? Um, and the receptionist comes after him again and brings her, or brings him his things. And then she repeats, look after yourself, okay? Which she had said previously. Um, and then... He kind of notices his hands are trembling. He turns his phone back on and he's got messages from Chiamako, which it's like, I don't know, like, obviously what they're going through is such a big deal, right? But to just have found out that your dad was killed on death row and you didn't know for all of these years, like... Nine he's, years? He's yeah. Gone through how, it. yeah. How can you care about that? When that's the realization you've just had. So this kid's day has been, there are these white supremacists trying to fucking ruin my life, my ex-boyfriend is in jail, and I just found out my dad was killed on death row. But gotta go back to those white supremacists to try to deal with them now. Yeah. All within the same day. Like, Devin... You, I know. I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Give me a hug, buy you a drink, all of the above. (laughs) Same. Um, so he's supposed to go meet up with Chiamaka at this point. Yeah, and he's gonna bring her to Terrell's because Terrell texts him, and And he doesn't want to bring him her to his house, which again goes back into the classism sort of stuff. So he says, "Terrell, buddy, (laughs) can we come over?" Yeah, right. Which it seems like Terrell's house is in like the same neighborhood, right? Yeah, but maybe slightly better. Yeah. yeah. Or it just isn't the connection that it's his. That too. So anyways, he decides to tell Chiamaka to meet him at the ice cream bar place in the neighborhood, and then they'll walk there. So chapter yep. 34, 34 is the meeting from Chiamaka's point of view. Yeah. Yes. So they meet up, and like they are like, yeah, we're still heading over to your house, Devin South. And, um... Then they head to Terrell's. <laughs> and then he, and knocks. he knocks on the door, and Chiamaka's like, wait, why is he knocking on his own door? And then he buddy. walks straight past Terrell into the house, and Terrell's just still stood there, and Chiamaka's, like, staring at this guy, like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And why did he knock on the door? And he's like, I'm Terrell. And she's like, I'm Chiamaka. And he's like, I know. <laughs> like, she's probably like, what the fuck is going on right now? I know. Come on in. <laughs> Um, so, they're, like, sat in the living room, and he's, like, starts, like, asking if they want a bunch of stuff, and then he's, like, Chiwang is, like, wait, like, is this not your house, Devin? What is going on? He's, like, who is he, and why are we here? Devin's, like, oh, yeah, this is my friend. He knows everything, and he's good at figuring stuff out. So, we're here. And And he says his house isn't really guest-friendly. Right, and she's like, well, then you should have told me. And he's like, well, I lied. Okay, moving on. (laughs) He's like, all right, what's the plan? And so they kind of catch Terrell up, right, on the eugenics shit. Yeah, so they're like, Chiamaka had in her head they were going to take the school down, but then she realized that it's so much bigger than just the school. And, um... Terrell didn't know who Belle was, so they had to fill her in, and now he's up to date on everything. <laughs> and... You okay? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was in my own little 
Yeah, I get Moment. that. Sorry. Can we take a break? I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let's take like a little breaky break. We'll be right. We'll okay. be right back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, they're talking about the plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were filling Torella, and then they go into the plan, which is a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go to a new station and blow everything out of the water, is what I was going to say, but that's not the right saying. What's the saying? Yeah. Is it? Blow it out of the water? No. Isn't that when it's out of proportion? What's the one where it's like, you see it all? You know what I mean? Okay, never mind. Where they expose everything. I know what you mean, but I can't think of it either. Okay. Those are the only two I can think of right now. It's not blow it out, out of the water. water. But that means, like, you did really good. Like, wow, you totally blowed it out. Blew. <laughs> blowed it out. <laughs> <laughs> you totally blew it out of the... Oh, blew it... Hit it out of the park. Anyways, the cat's out of the bag. Let's just... <laughs> They're going to tell the news station everything and give them all of the evidence. And Devin is like, this is dumb. Yeah, Devin doesn't, doesn't like think it. it's going to work. He doesn't believe he can trust anyone, and I, I feel him on that. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, because Chi also thought they could go to the headmaster. <laughs> Scotty. Scotty's brought up, and he's like, who's Scotty? Scotty. He's so, like, yeah, we both dated him, whatever, moving on. Sorry, uh, Bree and I were laughing and pointing at the same passage, and it was about Scotty. <laughs> But yes, so he doesn't believe that it's gonna happen, but then basically Giovacca's like, this is the only way. And Terrell's like, yeah, I kind of agree. And so then he's like, yeah, I guess I agree too. And scened. 35. And scened. <laughs> I was like, no, what are And scene. Okay. Devin 35, Devin. He didn't sleep at all. Same. Yeah. Um, so Chi texts him in the middle of the night, and, oh, he says, time flies when your life is going downhill. Accurate. (laughs) (laughs) So they're texting back and forth because they're both up, they can't sleep. Oh, so she calls, what is it, Central News 1 is, like, the station, but apparently it's, like, a national station, so they're going to go in to have a meeting this following day. Um, and Chiamaka's like... Everything's going to work out. The plan's going to work. We're going to print out the posters and all of the evidence. Evidence? Evidence. 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 Sorry, thank you. (laughs) Um, And he's like, I don't really believe her, but he replies okay. So then he's just thinking about um, kind of like how his life is completely turned around and how he looks at life like through a completely new set of eyes now. Um, So he's thinking about how the house is like kind of low-key like closing in on him because he's kind of like talking about how he didn't really notice or mind these things before um and he says i look at this room now and it hurts to think that life might never get better than this i feel destined to drop out of high school stay here in this house in this room listening to ma pray to god who covers his ear when she chants that part was like i feel like that was an important part um so he is kind of thinking back to like he didn't really used to think that this was permanent and that he was someday going to kind of move on. But he's like, who am I kidding? Boys like me don't really get a happy ending. And the stories that I was fed about working hard and being able to achieve anything, that's all they were, was stories, lies, and dangerous dreams. Um, and I think he's kind of talked about the, that before, right? Like how his dreams 
feel like he's kind of mentioned, like, thoughts about his dreams and how yeah. he doesn't necessarily believe them, but he wants to. Right. Um, like, he's like, who am I to dream? But, yeah. like, he still can't help He wants it. to, yeah. So he ends up scrolling through Twitter before he goes to sleep, and then he's kind of just so fed up at this point, he decides to tweet something. <laughs> um, so he says, hashtag, Nevis Private Academy Exposed. The school sabotages its black students. Every black student who has attended since 1965 has been targeted and forced to drop out. I was one of the most recent victims. Here's proof. And he and uploaded everything from the everything. Yep. And Which this like, was like his... I don't know if this is smart or dumb. I thought the same thing. At first I was like, that's so dumb. Get past the first thing that you're going to do because now they know. And yeah. But you know? I, yeah. I also had mixed feelings about yeah. it at this very moment. But people finally are going to know. Yeah, but I get, like, his reasoning. Like, he finally wanted to have power over something. Yeah. It was like, this 100%. is something that I can do. Yeah. Um. So, like, I totally get that. Sorry. It's okay. Um, so, it's finally kind of morning, and he goes downstairs to where his mom is at, and it's just kind of quiet. And he is thinking about her and her lies and how he's angry and how he doesn't know if it's selfish of him to be angry and to want answers and to be mad at her but he kind of is and um she just it's just a normal morning in her eyes like she's like I'm gonna go get your brothers up and she says she loves him and then leaves um and he ends up at Chia's house at one um oh right and then, so she's at, he's at Chiamaka's house, and they're gonna go to the, um, news station. to the news station, and she, like, hands him his key, her keys to her fancy car. Yeah. He's like, what? I can't drive. He doesn't even he have doesn't know how to drive. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have Well, he, I guess he knows how, because he drove his mom to the hospital true, once true. when she was giving birth. Yeah. When he was 12. Yeah. But he doesn't have a license, and she's like, but you know how to drive, right? And he's like, yeah. So she's, she's like, like <laughs> okay, that's good enough. Um, so they're driving down the road. And, um, they just go over the game plan, and, um, there's a cop. So pulls them over. Yeah, so they get pulled over, and she's like, oh my god, like, we have to switch seats, because he doesn't yeah. have a license. Hello! Which, luckily, her windows are tinted, yeah. so they're safe. She's in a bougie car with that good tint. <laughs> my tint, like, peels off. <laughs> I have no tint, so... <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, so they switch it over. And he's and thinking about all the warnings his mom has kind of given yeah. him. And he's yeah. like, keep my hands visible and like don't, don't touch your pockets. And don't give them back talk and like all this. Yeah. And then like she he was he mentions like obviously Chi's parents haven't had this conversation with her. Because she ends up getting mouthy with the cop. Yeah. And he's like sitting here like Hello. Yeah. yeah. But like I don't think she really thought about it because she was trying to be mouthy with him to yeah, say like it was. somebody doesn't know how to read the speed limit. Like I mean, it wasn't. A, it was like a jab oh, at Devin, yeah. but it came off as like her being like facetious yeah. and like an asshole. So he's like, the cop was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, lit? are you? Yeah, yeah." Um. So like she, but the thing was like she's. Never but also, he says that after she's like. um... With all due respect, officer, we're not obligated to show you that. Because yeah. he's like, you're in co- like, you should be in class showing you. And she's like, we're in college. And he's like, you got some college ID? And she's like, actually, we like, don't we don't have you. to show you that. And then he says that about getting that talk. So it could be both of those things, I think. Yeah, I think it was like the like combination snapping. of like the entire like... Whole time, yeah. She literally was lying to the cop. 
like back talking the cop all these things and he's like standing there just trying to keep his hands visible. yeah exactly and like yeah it, he's like okay apparently um she's not freaking out about this you know she's never had to have that yeah. talk or whatever um so he ends up kind of not really doing anything but then and he starts to walk away but then the cop turns back around and he says boy and Devin's like shit Go like yes sir and he's like do your seatbelt and then he kind of walks away from them yeah that was that was dumb yeah um, I know so, you just switched but <laughs> he finally walks away and he's just thinking about like kind of the institutional side of things and how much he hates it and how they have the power to kind of control his future um that kind of makes him think about that and she just asks him, she's like, do you need a minute? And he nods and he's kind of, I think he's crying at this point. Like he's sniffling, trying to, not able to hold back tears. So he is crying. And um, she ends up like sliding her hand into his and squeezes. So like, we really do see their friendship kind of. Yeah. Like at first it was like, she was very, like, peasant, don't talk to me. Yeah. She was very like. Yeah. So we definitely see some, some growth in that. Bestie vibes. Yeah. Um, so they finally get into the parking lot, and they decide to go in. Take some, some breaths and yeah. some time to, you know. But, yeah, so they're waiting, and then um, this, like, blonde Barbie doll is, yeah. like, the secretary Chapter 36, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she brings them back to see the... Miss Donovan. Alice? Yes. Alice. Alice. Miss Donovan. Alice. Alice. <laughs> Um, which is the reporter who they're going to be talking to. Yes, so they go into their, her little office, and she just has to make a note in her diary about something. Which was interesting and random. Yep. (laughs) It's like, okay. So they have to catch her up to date of what's been going on, like who they are, what is it for, and then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I talked to so many people, blah, blah, blah. And, um... Which, like, weird. Yeah, super weird. Especially yeah, with the weird. story. Like, you just... You talk to everyone about this. So then she hands... Or, Chiyamaka has all the evidence in the folder. She's like, here, let me show you what's been going on. And, um, Devin has the posters, correct? Yeah. Yes. From his backpack. And so showed her that. And then she's like, this is horrible. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I'm so sorry. And she's I'm like, so oh my sorry. god, like, we'll do more than just write you an article. Like, let's go live on TV. Which, this is what made me go. Like, trap these mother... What? You're gonna put two teenagers in a confrontation on live TV. Is that even yeah. legal? I don't think this is correct. Yeah. So it kind of put me with some red flags. Absolutely. Yeah. I was, like, feeling a little sketch, too, for sure. Like, so first of all, don't you need, like, don't you like, need, like what? Um, parental consent for that? Yeah, yeah they're under 18, so. And so they're, like, she's, like, oh, is there, like, a school event? And then we can film it there, and they say the snowflake cherry ball, which is tomorrow. Just so perfect. What a Just coincidence. <laughs> There's what you need tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Let's talk strategy. Chapter 37. Devin. They end back up at Terrell's house. Filling him in, right? But wait. They were 37. Yes, we're 37. I got nervous. I'm sorry. I was like, okay. 37. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they're filling Terrell in on the plan, and uh, Devin's pretty nervous about it. Chimaka's like over the moon excited, like, oh my god, we're finally going to take them down. And then Terrell's like, hold on, this is fucking genius. Like, 
I think we've got him. Oh dear. This seems like a mess to me. I don't know. So many things could go wrong. Yeah, that's the truth. They're kind of going back and forth. He like offers to let them stay at his house, which is kind of nice. Kind of nice. And she's like, no. Absolutely not. She goes, I'd yeah, no. rather not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at this point, like, we obviously find out it's nothing. But the whole point with his cat, like, gave me weird vibes because of the whole thing with the cat at Belle's house. And I was yeah, like, what is weird. up with the weird, like, cat interactions? Yeah. Like, it just seems like they just kind of, like, randomly pop up throughout the book. And That's it kind true. of, like, off put me for a minute. And I was, like, trying to see if there was a connection. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, there's well, not. Well, let's see. What kind of... It depends on what kind of cat. Some mean bad luck. I tried and to look back. Like, yeah, I like wrote well, down the one cat is a white cat and looked back. And Belle's cat is a white cat. Yeah, and it's not the same. Like they don't mention what Belle's cat is, so it's there's no connection. But at first, I was kind of like Belle's cat is white. Is BS white? Yeah. Hit, uh, no. No. Oh. No. Oh. Sorry. Oh. That's what I was trying to say. They, they, they don't match. Oh. That's what oh. I was trying to say. Okay. Or I don't think we got like a um, description. A description of BS. Like it just kind of talk. I have it. It's one forty-five. Is when it's first mentioned. I don't think we said the we're in Frida's world. Oh. Shit. We also didn't cheers. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we're so bad. Today. Oh. Anyways, we need some answers from her, is what I was about to say, and then I was like, oh, we don't, we never said We need Frida some answers from Farida Bikeyayamide. We do, because I'm confused. What does um, this mean? I feel like everything means something in these books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He There's just says that it's a tiny ball of fur with claws and tail, so. And he asks if it's a rat. <laughs> the furry person. So maybe rat. it's gray? Yeah. So there's no connection, but at first oh, I was I like. I was just feeling. Yeah, yeah. Why am I getting weird vibes? It's Everything. Weird vibes. I'm like weird vibes. It is all weird vibes. Okay. <laughs> so then he goes home, right? And he's thinking about Jack. Yeah, which screw him. And then. Is this when he. Yes. He goes to he see Jack. He puts on his shoes and he goes to see because Jack. Because he wants answers. You know, like, he deserves answers. You know, yeah. sometimes you just gotta put on your shoes and confront your Fears. assholes. Oh. <laughs> assholes. Your assholes. You're right. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so he's talking about how, like, all the other times he's come here, like, they would do homework and study to get into Nevis and, like, be best friends and yeah. do best friend stuff. And now he's like, this has all changed, and he's kind of crying, and then he knocks on his door. Um, and Jack's like, what? Yeah, he's like, he kind of hesitates and then finally goes in. Um, and he's like, what do you want? He's being an asshole. He is. And um, Devin is like, I know what happened. Or I know about Nevis, basically. And I hate this part. I just hate this part so much. It hurts. Um, He just basically goes on like, I was there for you. My mom was there for you. She paid for us to sit these tests. She fed you. Like, well, we have nothing, basically. Like, she basically treated you as, like, another son. And... This is how you repaid that? Like, why would you do that? And his dumbass excuse... Literally so dumb. ...about, like, oh, because they both worked so hard, and he was like, oh, well, you got a scholarship and... Affirmative action. What the fuck? And what a all bunch of this bullshit. just made me so mad. Like, he made it, like, he's, like, victim-blaming. 100%. And, yeah. like, just making it out to be that, like, Devin's the bad guy, and that he... Jack deserves so much more, like... 
I, I just hated this whole conversation because he's like, well, I have to work twice as hard for everything and Shut you just up. got this scholarship. Like, it's so easy for him. Are you kidding Shut me? Up. And then Devin makes the point of like, like in his head, he's like, boy, boys don't have to work twice as hard for anything. Literally. Shut up. Sit down. Literally. Um, and he's like, I didn't like ruin anything but Devin's like no but that's just the thing you did but you did like I can never you go back you ruined my life yeah basically and then Jack is just like you should go you're not even gonna what and then they get in a full blown fight which Devin I... basically beats the shit out of Jack and Good. Jack just lays there yeah. and takes it he and hits even... him when everyone every reader reading this right now wants to punch him in the face and he does he does and then, um, I was, like, at least freaking Jack took it, because the uncle, like, came to the door and was like, everything okay in there? And he even was like, yeah. Which, like, I don't know. I don't know. What? What? I have mixed feelings about it, because it's like, he does, like, just take it, because, like, I think he realizes he deserves it, low-key. Well, yeah, he better think he deserves it, because he does. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing's just disappointing. I know. Well, I'm glad he punched him in the face. As he should. We don't condone physical violence, but <laughs> as he should. Some people Say that. yourself, <laughs> Some people deserve to be kidding. punched. <laughs> Why did I picture Olaf saying that? Because it's like some people are worth melting for. Some people what? deserve to be punched. <laughs> I need you to edit a little Olaf. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the little speech bro. Some people deserve to be punched. We do not speak for the company of Disney. <laughs> no, Nor we will yet. Will we ever. Okay. So then he Thursday. checks Twitter and 24,000 likes. Yeah. 24,800 minutes. Is that how that's on? We're going rent on here. That's for sure. Did you watch the video? See what? Tick, tick, boom. Lydia? Is that what you said? No, I said, did you see the movie yet? It's tick, oh, tick, I thought boom. you said, did you see Lydia? I said, that's my future daughter's name. Ah! <laughs> Why was that funny? The creepy vibes. What? Did you see Lydia yet? And it's your future daughter? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, nobody steal that name. That's what I'm going to name my kids someday. <laughs> I think there's I a lot of people name. named that pop. I don't think anyone's think stealing it from you. Name. <laughs> so, anyways, he checks Twitter. There's a bunch of stuff. A bunch of people are responding like, it's this is really viral. fucked up. And they're giving him all his support. And then he um, sleeps in, like, real late. It was like 2 o'clock, like, he right before he was it. supposed to be to cheese. Because they're going to the ball together, obviously, to do the whole setup thing. And, um... His mom lets him sleep in. Yeah, which is weird. And she's like, we'll talk about it later. I know you haven't been going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you haven't been going to school. Uh, yikes. Chapter and that's nice. it. And, yeah. yeah. For this week. <laughs> wow. What a cliffhanger. Next week is the it end. end. It is oh. it. We hope you've been reading along with us. Yeah. And Hopefully enjoying this. On the edge of your seat. Let us know have. what you would think. Oh, this is wild. Do you condone physical violence? Do you condone physical 
Anyways, we love you. Stay tipsy. Bye. Yeah. Bye, guys. Follow along for the end of this chapter, and then you'll get to... End of this chapter? Sorry, the end of this book, and then you'll get to know what we're reading next. Woo-woo! Happy New Year! Bye! Happy New Year!